0: hello hello welcome back to the understanding podcast i'm your host jazz and in today's episode episode seven we are talking about solitude versus loneliness and the effect that both of these things can have on our lives so solitude is often something that is viewed as sad or empty it is oftentimes confused with loneliness. But solitude can be peaceful and extremely healing when taken advantage of. Your way of thinking can be the difference between whether you are in solitude or whether you are just plain lonely. So whether you're operating from a mind state of lack or from a mind state of appreciating the absence of noise. So differentiating between the two can really make a difference. As a child, I was someone who always had a lot of friends, and I got along with most people, but I was not able to go out a lot because I would have to be inside watching my siblings. I went out every every blue moon, I would say, as a child, but for the majority of my childhood and teenage years, I would be in the house. Living in a house with a lot of siblings and having to share a room with my younger sister for 16 plus years It's still going on. Solitude and having my own space is something that I crave and that I find solace in. When I first started to spend time with myself, it was on purpose. I had just moved from my hometown, Augusta, to a city 30 minutes outside of Atlanta. And this was something that I did because at the age of 16, a lot of things were happening. I moved from Augusta when I was, I want to say when I was about 15, so... From the age of 15 and up, a lot of things started to change for me. I started to disassociate myself with people that were my age and became disinterested in the things that people my age were doing. I started to receive downloads on the state of the world and really started seeing what it was that I needed to do in order to get through this period of my life right? It was very different for me. It was something that I didn't understand, but I was evolving. Whether I wanted to or not, it was something that was happening to me at the age of 15. So a lot of people don't talk about it, but moving away from a place that you consider home can be kind of traumatic. Whether you're prepared for it or not, the changes that it exudes when you enter into this different city or even this different country, it can be very difficult to overcome. So I was in this sort of self-discovery stage of my life where I didn't relate to a lot of people or I felt that they didn't really understand where I was coming from majority of the times. And I also felt that these people that didn't understand me or the people that I couldn't relate to were a threat to my growth. So I just wanted to sustain from being around people my age or people that I felt were not as open minded. At first I was totally okay with spending time alone. I was like, this is kind of fun like getting to know myself again, kind of recreating myself, reimagining what life could be like for me. When I really started to get into this deep deep desolation that I purposely did for myself for the purpose of evolving, I started purposely not trying to make friends and not trying to be around people. And this got to the point where it included some family members as well. So me doing this to such an extreme extent, I did to start to feel lonely, you know, and I related to the saying where people are like, you can be in a room full of people in still feel lonely. And this was something that I had dealt with because I was at that point where I didn't really understand the importance of companionship, where I only understood the solitude aspect and how freeing and revolutionary solitude can be in the aspect of you're just learning so many things about yourself and about the world. You're just in this learning period where all you care about is growth. You know, you don't really care about making friends. You don't really care about going out. You kind of become sort of like a hermit. And for me, when I started to feel lonely, that was my sign of like, okay, something is not right. Whether it be my mind state or the extent to which I was spending so much time alone. I did not need to feel lonely in a room full of people. I needed to figure out how to be okay with contrast right? Figure out how to be around and to love people, even if I didn't relate to them 100%. I think I can contribute this sort of mindset that I had developed on not really understanding the importance of contrast and companionship to continuously placing my value of wholeness in the hands of other people. And also really being non-allowing and non-compassionate towards other people, right? I heard Hood Hiller say this before that the lack of understanding does not give room for you to disrespect someone else or disregard someone else. And I think disregarding someone else is a form of disrespect. So I would place my value of wholeness on how comfortable did I feel being myself around someone or expanding on topics that I really cared about to someone else. You know, if they didn't reciprocate their energy or I felt that they were just a little off or they were not understanding me. I didn't want to be around them. And without my knowing, this sort of disconnect and separatism and I would say a little bit of ego kind of got involved for me, where I was just like, you know, I'm learning so much stuff and it's really interesting and I'm and I'm growing so much, but everyone around me isn't experiencing the same thing. You know, like different people that I may talk to may not understand what I'm talking about. Right? So I had reached this level of consciousness that not everyone around me was reflecting. So it kind of made me a bit egotistical. And that was something that I didn't really understand at the time. I just made that a part of one of the reasons why I chose to separate myself from people. Um fast forward to later, I wanna say about three or four years later, I started to realize like okay it is important to have friends and to build these relationships and to just talk to people regardless of their background when you come across someone you don't know everything about them but the mere interaction that you can have with someone can be life-changing you know it can bring about these coincidences of life that you never knew that you needed but you do need them. So going back to what I said about placing my value of wholeness in the hands of other people, I'm speaking on coming from a place where you are operating solely off of ego, you know, and it may be hard to understand when you are doing that, but try to notice it. Try to notice how much value you place on your knowledge and the things that you know. Or if you have this certain image about yourself and just other things you know I felt that if I could come up with this way that I seen myself and just focus on that then that would give me that sense of wholeness this outerly definition or vision that I had of myself regarding the things that I knew experiences and just my past if I can kind of make an identity out of that then maybe that would give me that sense of wholeness You know, in the interactions that I have with people based on this self-image, that would make me feel whole. That would make me feel good. But in situations where people didn't really understand where I was coming from or they just thought I was plain weird. (laughs) um, That outer self-image kind of crumbled, you know, and that was exactly what I needed. I spoke in my last episode about the spiritual awakening that I had for the first time. That was probably one of the first times where I experienced that ego death. Now over the years it definitely crumbled on its own but I think the veil completely lifted not too long ago earlier this year because I I didn't care to define myself anymore. I discovered that the place of wholeness was no longer outside of me and that place of just extreme bliss and fulfillment came from inside of me like that was something that I didn't have to search for it was something that I embodied in our relationships with ourselves and other people can be very tumultuous if we are not aware of our wholeness and the fact that we have the ability to be alone and discover that wholeness because it is inside of us it is not something that we have to go out and search for or beg and plead other people for it, but it is within us and we are not deprived of it and we are not deprived of love because a lot of us search for wholeness within love within these romantic relationships so that's why I think that solitude in space in general is very important to any kind of relationship romantically platonically family oriented solitude is important it's important to really Get to know yourself on such a deep level that no one can tell you who you are and not in terms of definition or what you have accomplished, but deeply who you are. You get to know yourself on that level that no one can ever understand. And even if they tried, you will always know more. And on the aspect of loneliness, I feel that one of the reasons that we feel alone at times is due to the fact that we fail to be aware that we are a part of everything and everything's a part of us. I am you. You are me. We forget that. So we create this separateness from ourselves, from the world, and ultimately from, from God. That spiritual essence that we are, we Think of ourselves as separate from that. We think of it as something that is outside of us. So therefore, we see it as unattainable. And when we think things are unattainable for us, we start to feel hopeless. We start to feel like we have nowhere to turn. We start to feel that we have nothing. So that separateness that we start to create for ourselves and within our minds leads us to feeling alone. You know, we don't feel our connections anymore. And also, this obsession that we develop or this attachment that we develop to material things can cause us to feel alone as well because we big these things up so much and we put so much importance into them that we start to feel separate from what we truly are. Once the veil is lifted in this aspect and we start to see that, wow, these things are literally just material. Like it's matter, it's going to disintegrate over time and it. It's not going to mean anything. But once these material things stop meaning anything, you are in search of real value. And you have separated yourself so much from the real value. You feel isolated. You know, you feel like there's no way that you could ever have this connection or feel really whole. So one of the things that I learned from my era of loneliness and these feelings of feeling alone and just unrelatable was that my most reoccurring actions in the ways that I perceived the people around me was relative to how I was unknowingly treating myself I was depriving myself of love I was depriving myself of compassion I was depriving myself of these life force energies that make me feel whole I was super judgmental towards myself and I just felt As if I had to be perfect to have these meaningful relationships right off bat. When I meet someone, it had to be like this spark of just connection, you know. And if it wasn't, then, you know, they just don't relate. Which led me to wanting these perfect friends and wanting my former partner to be how I wanted him to be. Now, this obviously changed later on down the line, of course, upon my realization of it but placing so much on what makes you whole in your relationships and kind of projecting this job on them to make you whole, it's blinding, you know, and it it pushes you further from your wholeness. It creates that barrier, that feeling of loneliness, placing so much pressure and expectations on the people of your lives and even people that you just meet randomly day to day. Imagine if you just stopped thinking about what you can get from people and simply start experiencing people just for the sake of experiencing them. Imagine if you looked at life that way, finding joy in the moments of solitude, creating solace from the moments that you are alone. And I want to point that out as well. Being alone, I feel is also different from being lonely. We are born alone We leave this earth alone, but to be lonely, I feel like that is a label, you know, that is a way of defining yourself, whether it be temporarily or indefinitely, it is a definition. And I think I talked about this in the last episode as well, about being careful how we define ourselves because, you know, the universe knows no timestamps, right? It only knows how much energy you put behind something when you use the phrase I am, And how frequently you use it. It only pays attention to the signals that you give it. But back to what I was saying. That space that we create in these expectations that we create only places pressure and fear on the people that you love. You know, so not only are you creating separateness, but you're operating out of fear. In solitude, there is no fear. But in loneliness, I feel that that may be all there is. You know, you'll find yourself having so many expectations for people and the thought of them just not meeting them is scary. You know, you focus so much on what they can do for you and whether they're meeting these expectations or not or doing what they need to do for you that you focus not at all on yourself, which is what this experience is truly about. So only when I started to get grounded in focus in on my spirituality and realize the importance of solitude but not from this space of I don't want to be around other people but the fact that I find peace in being alone I like what being alone teaches me so from that aspect I did see the difference between lonely and solitude solitude is a state of being while loneliness is mind created one is a natural state of life as I said we are born alone and our life can only be experienced through that way. Loneliness invites this idea of incompleteness and fear, while solitude makes way for restoration, learning, peace, joy, being okay with our natural state, surrendering to the present. Solitude welcomes all of these things that are essential for our evolution. So though our life can be only experienced by ourselves, Meaning that no one else knows what it is like to experience your life. That is that one aspect that we all hold true. Is that no one can experience our own lives but us. That is true. But we are never lonely. Loneliness is an illusion that we feed ourselves when we don't feel we are worthy enough to go out and receive love. We don't trust ourselves. We aren't conscious. We don't remember the fact that we are all connected. So we give in to the illusion. And a lot of the times, we may fail to relate to other people. In being alone, we don't find comfort in that because we know nothing about ourselves. It's scary. It's scary to not truly know anything about yourself. That is why a lot of people don't feel comfortable being alone because they associate being alone with loneliness. So if you are one of those people that don't like being alone, you always need someone by your side. You always need to be talking to someone or in the presence of someone. Spend a little time alone. I promise you it may seem scary at first, but five minutes might change how you feel about yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you, and until next time.